0: Hi, it's Melinda from Hope When There Was None coming to you today to talk about victim mentality. What the heck is it? And we probably, if it's not ourselves, if we don't see this within ourselves, we might actually see this within somebody that we know in our circle. It could be somebody that, you know, you just aren't sure if you want to hang out with because they always seem all doom and gloom. They always seem to have like the, the glass is half empty and... Uh, you, know, you get to just get that vibe from then and even if it's yourself you might not even realize that you're doing it and that's okay making that flip of the switch is just so very important but when you're a victim your victim thinking is believing that what we're doing is happening to us life is happening to us People are being mean to us. The universe is out to get to us. Nothing good can ever happen. And we might even have difficulty trying to reset that way of thinking. But it can be done. Honestly, I'm, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm being honest. Okay. Now, you might feel powerless. You can feel helpless. Like you have no control over your life. And, you know, you might even get to the point where you're like, well, I'm not even going to bother trying X, Y, Z, because I know it's just going to end poorly. You might feel that... Um, that things are just negative all the time. You can complain how tough your your life is or that you're attracting Mr. or Mrs. Wrong all the time. You just attract these losers. And you know what? Honestly, there is some energy back from all of these things too. So you ever hear that you get what you put out? And so if you're attracting that negativity, you will get that negativity back. You continually, maybe your self-talk is to put yourself down. You don't have a high image of yourself very low self-esteem as well. And also, you could be just replaying those old moments of being a victim, being victimized in life. Maybe it was childhood. Maybe it was just somebody, it never seems that you get a good parking spot at the while you're out shopping. And so you would talk about that like like it happened yesterday. And so you keep on getting stuck in the past. You can blame again, blaming everybody out there in the world for your troubles. And you have difficulty maybe even taking responsibility for yourself or of the outcomes of some of these things. And we do this. I know I've done this before. So I'm not pointing my finger at any of these. It just happens. And I know I've I've had it myself from just recovering from where I've been. And just being consumed and replaying those old moments It could be that um, you got into a heated discussion with your ex. And you keep replaying that scenario over and over again in your head. Well, maybe I should have said this. Maybe I should have did this. Maybe I should call him and say that. you kind of wanting to get that last word in. You might even feel that you've been cheated. And by that, I don't mean that literally someone's cheating on you. But you might feel that, oh, I don't think I was handled right I don't think you know this person is treating me well you could be envious of other people you could be resentful of other people and again the world's just not fair why is it like this I never have things that happen for me they happen to me so you might feel that way honestly and i said i know i found that myself so what can you do to kind of flip that switch well understanding that you're doing it at one point in time is so crucial and how we respond to those events when they were in the mix of things and having that response to be a little bit more on the positive side now i'm not saying life is rainbows and unicorns and all kinds of glitter all the time but sometimes we do have to take a step back And recognize that okay, I'm just being a total downer right now. What can I do to change it, or can I even change it? Stopping that victimization talk within yourself, that self talk, putting yourself down, reminding that you do have options, you do have choices. You are the master of your ship. That's what I like to say. And so, you can go ahead and maybe control the situation to the best of your ability. It might not turn out outcome might not turn out exactly how you would like it to, but trying to get that control back can really be helpful for yourself. So what can you do in order to get that control back? Is there people you need to call? Are there actions that you need to take? Maybe you need to email somebody. It could be that you're in a litigation with your ex. Maybe it's child related where you need to get child support. There's just so many different ideas that I can come up with but do you know what I mean starting to maybe put pen to paper well how can you go ahead and remedy the situation can you call somebody to come to your defense is there somebody that maybe has seen something that witnessed something you can use as a witness themselves if need be so trying to figure out how you can protect yourself is so very important and just making that game plan how you can how you can um Maybe not really manipulate the situation, but what can you do? Putting that pen to paper is really helpful, and this is why I nag on journaling all the time. And sometimes I just need that to put things down, to see. I even do a lot of talking to myself. So if you ever meet me in real life and you see me in the car, I'm either singing because I like to, or I'm just talking myself through a situation. Well, it could be this, it could be that, because I do. I had that habit, too, of... Bringing my past back, feeling like I was uh, letting people down, feeling like this is just, you know, this judge has it in for me. And why is this GAL doing this? And I felt like that I was not being seen or heard. So I thought, you know what, why even bother trying? There was a point in time I did stop writing down things that my ex was doing. I stopped even calling the police on him because I thought, "What's going to happen? What? Why do I even bother? Because they're just giving him a slap on the wrist. It doesn't seem like there nothing's being happened. Nothing's happening at all to him. There's no repercussions. But you know what? There are people there, and the, behind the scenes. People are watching you. You might not even realize it, not to be in a creepy way, but there are people watching your situation and they're noting things. You might not be privy to those notes, but there are things going on within this universe that you don't know about. And again, that's a God thing for me too. It's like God knows his plans for you. He knows what's going to happen before you do. So please give it patience, give it time too. And speaking of time, especially if you've lost a relationship If you've gone through a breakup, if whether it's traumatic or not, give yourself grace and time to grieve. You might need a few weeks. You might need a few months. You might need a few years. It's not easy to get over that loss, even if it was a volatile situation. And so I want you to allow yourself that time to grieve, but don't dwell on it. Don't live in it. When you need those moments, get out that journal. When you need those moments, go ahead and cry or maybe you need to scream or yell. Go somewhere safely, uh, maybe a lake or an ocean. Find some rocks. Throw them as hard as you can into the ocean or the lake. Write down whatever you need. Let your heart pour out, whatever that situation is that's really heavy on your heart. Just get it all out on paper. Try to nurture yourself. Maybe that woman, if you believe in that inner child, maybe you have those wounds from a parent. You can heal that inner child. Just nurture that child. How would you like to be treated? And I try to treat everybody better than I expect to be treated because that's what I want. I want to be treated better. So just nurturing your inner child, your spirit, the woman that you are or man that you are. Also, trying to release any self-judgment. This was so hard for me to do. I could just look in the mirror. I wouldn't look at myself in the eye. I am very, and I still do have that self-criticism, and from time to time that judgment. And um, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe this is silly. Maybe this is a dumb idea. Things of that nature too. That, um, and I do have to work on that something that I think we all have to work on from time to time. It's I don't have it as much as I used to, but I do still have maybe a little bit of envy, maybe a little bit of that self-doubt about myself as well. So I try to make time for me too. So I'm going to encourage you to do that. Make time for you. And what are your needs? What do you need right now? You can even ask yourself, what does Jane need? What does Andy need? What does... You know what I mean. I can go on and on. So just ask yourself, what do I need? What does my body need? What does my spirit need? What uh, do I need to do physically? Do I need to exercise more? Do I need to get more living and whole foods into my body? What do I need to do? Ask. And I did this a lot with prayer too. I was like, God, what do I need to do right now? And sometimes you hear things and sometimes you don't. And I don't mean to sound like, oh, gosh, she's hearing voices. It's nothing like that. You will see those divine signs if that is what you're supposed to be experiencing at that time. And sometimes those unanswered prayers are even the best ones because something better is around the corner, even though it might not seem that way in the moment. Give yourself grace and patience. So remember, give yourself maybe... You know I'm all about five minutes self-care. So give yourself five minutes a day just to sit quietly. Go, go in a park. Go, again, maybe into the ocean or the lake. Go walk by that. Just get outdoors or go if you have a special room for yourself. Mine was the bathroom for a very long time. That would be a place where I could go and be quiet, except when they were really teensy. When they were really teensy, kids don't care. They will come in. They don't care how stinky it is, what stage of dress you're in, at least to the age of six or seven. They don't care. But find that room for you. Go ahead and give yourself that space that you need, that love that you need. Take responsibility for you, even if it's a negative situation, if it's a positive situation. I'm not saying that, oh, yeah, I need to take responsibility because he beat me. No, it's not like that. I'm just saying take responsibility for your your own emotions, your own words. Let's say you have that abuser that you are still having, um, you have to have parental time with. With your kids do have that parenting time and I know I did it myself is my ex would say something maybe a text message or phone messages and I'd fire back right away. Now I would also escalate that situation by poking that bear but learning, okay I need to be responsible for me I can't go poke at him because I know I'm going to get prompted with this nasty response or he's going to fire off a slew, you know 20 to 30 text messages or voicemails I don't need that time. I don't have the time for that. I don't need that trouble. So learning my role, learning positive, being more positive out there, sending that positivity out there was just so very crucial for me in different situations. Now letting go of a lot of bitterness and anger and hostility, you know I struggle with that forgiveness. I've mentioned it here. I've been very transparent with that Um, and I still have people that ask me, well, do you do you forgive your ex? And I, I've i done it before where I forgave him, but then the thing with my daughter, with the alleged abuse, sexual abuse, I took it back. So it's still a very big sore spot for me. I do ask God to help me with this. Help heal my heart. Help heal my feelings. And of course my daughter, help, help her heal too. And I still pray for my ex. I don't know. I don't know. I know I've asked. I, I've said I forgave him. I said the words. I've even said them to him. I've left him in a voicemail, but of course he just kind of, anyway, you know how it is when you're dealing with a narcissist. I try to have as little contact as I can with him because those people are not worth my time. He's very negative and I don't need that in my life right now. I need to fill my vessel with positivity, with things that make me smile, that fill my spirit and that's in a place that I want to be right now. So I encourage you if you're have you're discouraged right now, if you are holding on to bitterness, anger, if you might even feel like maybe I do have this victim mentality, by all means, it's just taking those bold steps to recognize it. And then move forward. Don't take it as a step back. Don't take it as a a big thing. Oh, like Melinda's just called me out on this. No, not at all. I'm not wagging my finger. This is just some things that you might not even recognize. I didn't recognize this in myself. I didn't recognize how, how negative I was to myself. How many times a day I said, I'm sorry for little things. It was crazy. But starting to recognize some of the negative patterns in your life is a big step in starting the healing process. So I hope you found some value in this. I actually, this is only just a podcast today, an Anchor podcast, Spotify podcast, or whatever listening platform you're on today. I didn't do a video for this. I've been doing reels. I'm trying to keep them a little shorter. And uh, in doing so, that I wanted to try this. I thought, you know what? I'll just try doing it without a video. But um, before I let you go, I do have a phenomenal Another phenomenal guest coming on. I'm going to interview Deborah. That is on Sunday. I might have to tweak the time. I had it started a new job, as I mentioned before, and that totally changed my calendar for this month. So I might have that a little bit later. It was 2 p.m. Central. It might be 2.30 now. I'm not quite sure. I have to get with Deborah to see if she still has that time available. I hope to have her. January is going to, Sundays are going to be filled with, I can't even begin to tell you how many wonderful special guests that I have. March is filled. I'm going into April, but come January, I'll have Natasha, Amanda, Lizzie, Vernon, and Kalina is going to come. They each have a story of their own to tell, whether it's chronic illness, something they're facing with that. It could be that they're a coach. They might have survivor stories. They could have child wounds from a parent. There's just a variety. Now, I'm not going to give it away. I'm not going to tell you who's what. I want you to be surprised. But you'll hear about that more in the upcoming weeks. I also do have that creating your just a new life, a vision for 2022. That is going to be coming up soon. I'm actually created. I created a special group for just that. And I'm pretty excited about that. So if you're interested, go to my link, my link tree. You can see that Facebook hope when there was none, there is an event created. There's also a link that you can find in there. Uh, You can ask to get into the group and I'm going to let everybody in starting next week. Okay. So what we're going to do next week, the big days on the 30th, it was supposed to be at six, but I'm working. So I'm going to move that to 8 30 it's a little bit later later than I wanted it to so I apologize but you come with your vision board items on that day and there's more inside that event you can find uh, other notes and so on like that but I will have that special group I'm going to leave that group open for a month so you can share you can comment you can glean some information I'll have some freebies for you so I'm really excited it is a free event there's no charge for that But if you're interested, by all means, go ahead and check that out on Hope When There Was None on Facebook. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if you need to contact me, by all means, go ahead and send me a message. Message me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook, a book under Melinda Kunst. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the next Soulful Sunday. Again, I'll be having Deborah, but I will have some self-care work there for you to do. Talk to you later stay safe bye I'm waving you can't see me but I am waving bye